is Carrie Mitchum. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond with your host, Stephen Brittingham. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Stephen. Be sure to visit Hollywood and Beyond on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for guest and show news, including exclusive photos, promos, trailers, as well as additional guest and show news. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the pages so that we can keep in touch with each other. Hollywood and Beyond, your home for meaningful interviews. An avalanche of sexual assault allegations. When I first arrived to L.A., I didn't know what to do at all. I had no friends. I didn't know where to go. So I just kind of took it upon myself to learn things. Of course, um, I went on Craigslist. For a, uh, saying an independent film, uh, they needed a woman in my age range. So I submitted my headshot and resume. I got a call to come in. And when I came to the casting, it was in an apartment building. I wanted to know if I could meet with him later on that evening. Uh, around 7, 7.30, which was basically after closing. It seemed to be a dinner and drinks thing. And, you know, I was like 25 at the time, so I was like, okay, well, I don't know what standard protocol is. The whole dinner was not based anything on my project, and I kept trying to steer it into that direction. And he opened the door and turned off the light, went around and locked the door, started pushing me toward the bedroom. And I said, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So I go and shove him off me. And he said, you know you want to do this. The next thing I knew, I was slammed up against a table. I could tell that he had an erection because I could feel it. He raped me. Back in 1992, I was a sergeant in charge of the gang special investigations unit for the city of Glendale. I got involved with the Burbank Police Department in about 1992. Talon agent was arrested for sexual assault. And they were looking to use my one of my detectives undercover to try and assist their investigation. Uh, apparently there had been several victims um, that stated he, they were uh, sexually either harassed or assaulted by him. The boss or the employer now says, makes a pass at you and has, um, has sex with you uh, against your will. So then it becomes, now it becomes a sexual assault. And sexual assault includes sexual battery, rape, uh, forcible uh, sexual penetration, sodomy, oral sex, all of that stuff. Those are all crimes. From Wallace K. to Harvey Weinstein, all these sexual assault victims could have been possibly prevented if the Wallace K. case wasn't swept underneath the carpet. Hello, everybody. This is host Stephen Brittingham. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond podcast. All of you are appreciated friends and listeners. Thank you for all of the wonderful support. As host, I strive for meaningful interviews, and today is no exception. A very important topic will be discussed with my two special guests, a topic that not only has been an ongoing issue in Hollywood, but one that transcends to so many occupations and industries. Women experiencing sexual harassment or being offered a job in exchange for sexual favors occurs in so many careers or work environments all across the country and the world. In Hollywood, the term for this is the casting couch. 
The hashtag MeToo movement is making an incredible difference in and outside of Hollywood. And the in-depth documentary film, Rocking the Couch, is adding to those much-needed efforts of change within the film industry. This upfront and well-made documentary showcases women who have suffered from unwanted sexual advances or experienced sexual harassment, and some, unfortunately, have even been raped. And as mentioned earlier, a very important topic indeed. My guests today are both responsible for helping to make this production come to fruition. The director of the film, Min Collins, joins me today, along with a lady I have admired for years, the very talented Andrea Evans, who as Tina Roberts on ABC's One Life to Live, she left her mark on daytime television. She wasn't finished, though, for she would go on to give an outstanding performance over on The Bold and the Beautiful on CBS. It is a true honor to welcome her and, of course, the gentleman to the show. And I'd like to go go ahead and do so now. Uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Happy to be here. Yes, it's great to be on the show. Thank you. You are most welcome. It's so nice to have both of you here on Hollywood and Beyond to discuss a topic very important, as mentioned earlier. And I viewed this film, and I'll tell you what, it's very disturbing to think of um, all of the experiences that a lot of the ladies um, in the film discuss, their real-life experiences. But for those out there who are listening and maybe don't know much about this uh, documentary, how would you describe it to them? Uh, well, wow. Do you want to take it? Yeah, I can no, take I'm, it, I guess. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's basically a film that describes what women or men uh, go through in order to try to get a role in the industry. And a lot of times in the industry, it's not how talented you are, but it's who you know. Uh, as actors come to... L.A. For, or Hollywood to, to, you know, get these acting roles, a lot of times they have to jump through several hoops to, to get to where they need to go, it's, uh, especially, you know, as you get higher into the levels of uh, these roles that you're, they're striving for. Um, there's more demands, and the casting couch over the years or have always been a part of it's unhit. It's unspoken about, but it's always there, and so it's you know something that I think the industry needs to reevaluate and understand that we are in a different age, and there's all these experiences that people are going through needs to change. Yeah, I think one thing Min touched on there too, and I, I remember in our initial discussions when we were talking about doing the film. We're saying how, you know, and this is when the whole Weinstein and Cosby thing were all starting to happen and stuff like this, and um, or starting to hit the media anyway. And, um, you know, the entertainment industry is the one industry where it, that has a term for this. And the term, the casting couch, if you mentioned it to anybody in a room, anyone in, probably in any country, they all know that term. And if you mention it to them, they will laugh. And in reality, it's, it's not a funny subject. It's a very serious subject and one that has affected us, us all in the entertainment industry in one way or another. 
Um, and um, that kind of opened the door for us thinking about how we were going to do this documentary. Yeah, and the way we went about it as well is that we present all different sides, all different angles. So we're not, you know, trying to present one skewed side to the industry because there's always two sides to every story. Absolutely, and there's different viewpoints. And, and when I say we're all affected by it, I think one very important thing in the documentary is we, we discuss how, how it's so prevalent in the, the, so prevalent in the entertainment industry and how people all know about it. And, you know, and I think that that's um, a very important point that people aren't bringing out. Well, thank you for the uh, excellent descriptions and, and sharing all that you did. Uh, Men, you are absolutely correct. The film does display a wide range of viewpoints and uh, situations, not just one. And uh, I thought I was very impressed with that because I think that's very important. Uh, and, and of course, there's different levels. Some are very, very severe and some maybe not quite so much. But at the end of the day, it's all wrong and shouldn't be happening. And um, Andrea, like you pointed out, uh, it, it's very rampant. And, and you know what? It saddens my heart when you think of all the, the ladies and men as well that just want to be involved with artistic projects, and yet this is what they encounter along the way. It's just very um, upsetting. Yeah, I think listening to the stories, and I'm sure men would agree, it was, I remember sitting there listening to people talking as we're filming them, and you know, sometimes having to brush back a little tear, because it's a little, it's heart-wrenching. It's heart-wrenching to hear what some of these people have gone through. Yeah, it and sure also... Is. It's very brave for people to come out and actually talk about their experiences because it's very personal. You know, when you have this type of experience, you 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 just you just don't want to talk about it. You just, you know, you basically want to hide. And also, you know, a lot of times these are victims that think it's their fault, and you know, it's not. But again, they always have that feeling. Well, why did I put myself in that situation? You know, maybe, maybe I was the one that shouldn't have been you know there in the first place. Absolutely. And that's part of the problem, isn't it? That folks feel like they can't, or at least for a while, well, I can't say anything because it's going to hurt my career and I'm just getting myself going. Or even if you have accomplished a lot, you might go, wow, I'm going to scare off all these potential employers because they're, they're going to think I'm a troublemaker or or I'm going to try to bring them down too. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that, that, that people go, oh, I don't know if I should really say anything. Plus, like like you both are saying, you, you, there's, you know, of course, self-pride, there's embarrassment, uh, whatever goes along with it. But that makes it more complex, doesn't it? That we that there was this system where uh, I, I'm afraid to say anything because it will hurt my career down the road. Absolutely. And I think, yeah. yeah, if you watch the documentary, we bring up, it's a major focus of our documentary, a case where 11 actresses were faced with that decision. And, you know, because they were being told, you know, that coming out would ruin their careers and, and all this, and uh, these women are heroes, and their their story deserves to be told. Yeah, that had to do with the, the talent point, agent, I believed. Yes, that had to do with talent agent. But the other point I wanted to point out as well is that when, uh, let's say, an actor is, is new and they're, you know, they're just coming to town, and they end up with someone who is high-powered, you know, the other thought in, in, in the process is that, hey, you know, if I come out and 
say something about this person, who's going to believe me? I'm a right. nobody at this point, and here's this person that's, you know, a titan, a gigantic person in the industry. Of course they're going to listen to him before they listen to, you know, myself. So, you know, it, it's just that whole dynamic of what do you do? And, you know, in our documentary, we actually show or explain certain things that you are able to do that a lot of times we don't even know what, uh, you know, what actions to take uh, if something like this did to happen. Yeah, very true. No doubt about it. And, you know, I, when I was watching the documentary, I was thinking about, um, you know, in particular, the young ladies that may travel to Hollywood from their hometowns or, or another city across the country, and maybe they've never been to L.A. And in other words, they really don't understand in advance what the system can be like. And unfortunately, those are the ones that often find themselves in these situations because they're not prepared for it. They don't know how to deal with it, and some might even think, well, this is how it's done. This is how I'm going to, you know, this is how I get things going. It's very normal to meet at a hotel room. Or, sure, he wants to take me out to a late, late dinner to discuss a role. They may not be aware that, that that's not the approach that should be taken. Right, and Absolutely. just their, their innocence is what makes them the most vulnerable. As you just said, they are more prone to have this happen to them because of that. Yeah, and also... Since there's no guides of what to do to come to this industry, a lot of times these actors or actresses will come to town and once you get an opportunity to meet with a big name uh, agent or producer and, you know, they're put in these situations, they're thinking, wow, this is my chance to really, you know, make something or, or, or get somewhere. So they're not you know, they're not aware or uh, or even understanding that, you know, some of these red flags are along the way that you shouldn't be meeting someone in a hotel lobby or you shouldn't, you right. know, go out late at night. So, you know, with all those things that are presented to them, they're thinking, oh, my God, this is my chance in, in you know, to, to be a star. Yes, and I, I even thought of this when I was watching the documentary. This documentary is, is, is just so full of, information that for a lady that like we were just discussing right that just got there is new to the system boy she would benefit from seeing your documentary in advance i mean it would provide so much information and i think that's one of the powerful things about rocking the couch is that it's not only about things that have happened but it's also a big red flag of things that that need to be prevented and and i want to commend you both on achieving that so well well, thank you. And, you know, an interesting part of that, um, my daughter actually worked as a PA on Rocking the Couch. And I, I was torn. Is, did I really want her to hear these stories or did I not? But she wants to go into the entertainment industry. And I thought, you know, she needs to hear them. Because the best way to protect yourself is to know what you have to protect against. Yeah, and Absolutely. I think always, you know, knowledge is always very powerful. And especially what you just said uh, is that, you know, if someone would have came to town and would have watched this documentary and understood and have a knowledge of things that are not, you know, things not, are not what to do and what to do, then it would prevent them from having to go through some of this stuff. Very true. 
And you know, you know, and both of you can relate to this, being artistic people, you know, that joy of being a part of acting or directing or writing. I mean, you can get so excited and, and you can't wait to get going. And, you know, sometimes for someone new to the industry, that can cloud your judgment because you just want to get yourself going. And uh, as we discussed, this documentary would benefit people actually viewing before moving to Los Angeles or working within the industry anywhere across the country. Uh, and your documentary also goes back to the very early stages. I was very impressed with that. We're, we're talking about the very early years of film, and you have examples of situation that happened and how it was dealt with. And I think that was uh, very important to add to the film as well. Well, thank you. I know we, we thought it was very important, too, sort of to to explore the history of all this, because, you know, people, I think, mistakenly think that this is a a new thing. It's not. I mean, it probably existed in vaudeville. We just don't know about it, you know. <laughs> right. So we started where we could where we could track it, which would have been, you know, silent movies. And uh, it's very interesting that uh, Carrie Mitchum, who uh, is a past guest here on Hollywood and Beyond, and um, I can't say enough wonderful things about Carrie. Um, and she's often heard on the show doing show greetings. So I have a lot of respect and admiration for Carrie, uh, the original Donna Logan on The Bold and the Beautiful, and of course, a cinema legend as a grandfather, the one and only Robert Mitchum. But it was very interesting to me watching her uh, on this documentary, because she does appear on it. And her viewpoint was a little bit different. It had a lot to do with the anxieties of, of, of always having to worry about dieting and looking like a, you know, so perfect and, 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 and all the pressures that go along with it. And then she did share a story, um, uh, as well, where she spoke up about a situation. But I have to commend you both for also showing so many viewpoints because the industry does have uh, so many areas that just need to be changed. Absolutely. And I think there are a lot of different viewpoints. And I think that isn't being told in the media or uh, these current situations. And I know Min and I talking about it, we uh, we thought that was very important to include, you know, every side of it. We tried to be as clear about that as we possibly could and have every side represented. Absolutely. And also, you know, what we try to do is present the law. Uh, which a lot of documentaries sometimes don't touch upon, uh, you know, what's, what you can do and what, you know, you can, uh, you, that could help you when you get in the, these types of situations. So we brought in a very, uh, several very uh, knowledgeable uh, attorneys uh, to explain cases. Well, my heart went out to Carrie as I was listening to her share her viewpoint and, and her own uh, situation that, that she experienced. But uh, she also brought up some uh, important uh, viewpoints in, in the sense that, you know what, this issue, though, has many sides to it. And one is there are individuals that are more than willing to sleep with an agent or a producer or a director to achieve uh, a goal, which would usually be a film role. Um, and that, unfortunately, tarnishes 
what we're discussing. And as Carrie said, it actually causes a sense of like almost an atmosphere of like, oh, well, this is just normal. I mean, this is just a part of how it is. And unfortunately, the the two worlds get blended. And that's very unfortunate because uh, of the people who are or who, of course, are victims. It adds a lot of complexity when you think about the other side. Well, that's a very important point. And I thought Carrie brought that up very well. Um, because, you know, people who say they didn't know that this was going on or shocked or something, you know, they're lying. We all, and I'm sure men would concur on this. Anybody who is in the entertainment industry knows that this sort of thing does go on. And there are people that are willing to do it. And, you know, you can't really discuss the, the topic in any honesty without acknowledging that. But being a yeah. willing participant and being raped are two very different things. Yeah, absolutely. I think also, you know, we do point out that there's the other side who are willing to uh, do all these things, and they're not they're not coming out after a very successful career. They're not coming out and say, "Oh, I did this yeah. with this person, so yeah. now I'm at this stage." We don't hear that yeah. point of view, <laughs> but we do. And you're hear not going to hear it. Yeah, you're not going to hear it exactly. <laughs> Right. And, and, you know, I, I have to say that I was listening to all these ladies' stories and situations, and the one thing that really stood out to me was that, well, first of all, I think all these women are very strong ladies. Um, I, I could see a lot of strength and, and, and inner strength within them, and, and I think that is wonderful. But I was thinking just how degrading it is emotionally. I mean, you have a, all this talent, right? You have something to offer artistically. And the mental side of, of experiencing these kind of situations, some that are even quite dangerous, it must be so awful. You, they must have like gone, you know, wow. I mean, so degrading that, that they're going to feel like, wow, I guess, you know, my talent isn't important. Or I just, you know, want to share my talent with the world and I'm only thought of this way. That's got to be very disheartening for a lot of people it, uh, that experience such situations. Oh, absolutely. And I think the people we interviewed, as you said, they're, they're very brave. They're very strong. And they need to be applauded for that because the emotional toll has to be huge. Yeah, in the in the documentary, we do have this one um, case where we have a an undercover policewoman that is a very tough person. Uh, you know, has gone through the academy, uh, and she was doing undercover work. And of course, you know, she ends up in this sting operation with this uh, predator, and of. Of course, you know, she doesn't have her gun with her. She doesn't have, and she expressed how vulnerable she felt. Uh, yeah. As a police officer, I mean, you know, someone that's been through the, the ringer and is in this room with this person and feels completely, you know, vulnerable to whatever his, he wants to, you know, uh, do it to her. Uh, that really brings about, you know, just imagine all the other younger actors or actresses who are in that situation, you know, and who are not experienced in law enforcement and, and they have these experiences. And with her, she completely was, you know, petrified and scared and ended up, you know, running off at the end of the whole um, situation. And she even had to go back to her place and showered because she felt so disgusted. So imagine yeah, that she was, feeling. Yeah. She was yeah. violated, too. I mean, she's, um, she is right. a victim as well. And, 
if someone, as men said, who is trained for this sort of thing can feel that way, you can't even imagine what these other women who are not trained that way, what they felt yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. All they, all they want to do is go in and, you know, be creative and, you know, prove, like you said, Stephen, that, you know, I'm an artist. I want to, you know, show what I can do as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, here, here they are, the lives are threatened and they're, you know, afraid for their lives because, you know, some predator is attacking them. And Andrea, as an actress, it's not just uh, talent agents and producers and directors and so on and so forth. It's also other performers, other actors. I mean, there's there's situations where uh, an actor may be pressuring another actor be behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and maybe nobody knows this. And that can cause its own complex complexity, of course. And um, that's also very important to keep in mind as well, isn't it? Oh, totally important to keep in mind. And, and yeah, that does exist, and more often than we'd like to realize, but it, it, it certainly does exist. And, um, again, I think that we brought up here, this is very much a cautionary tale in many ways. And I think performers, artists, and, and even anybody who's a secretary, who's an office worker, out, out in other professions, because it's not like this is the only place where this happens. Um, they need, this is a good documentary to see, to see what happens. And once you see what the danger is, you can protect yourself. You know, you're not going into it blind. And I think it's, it's very valuable to see. Well said. I completely agree. Um, it's it's made very well. You put it together um, in a very uh, effective manner. I, I felt, and uh, it's a, of high quality, and it's very upfront and gets right to the point, and 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 it has so much to say. It's what a little over an hour, but I felt like I felt like I actually just experienced something that lasted three or four hours, but in a good way. Like I just got so much information, and it really stayed with me. And I certainly want to do my part as an individual to uh, help spread the word of this documentary film. And on the social media pages for my show, I will certainly do that. I would like to let you both know that. Um, and you. I appreciate you. you sharing so much. I'd like to get your personal opinions. I think one of the big changes uh, uh, in dealing with this subject matter is the hashtag me too movement and all that happened with Harvey Weinstein and, and, and then of course, Kevin Spacey and Bill Cosby. I think it's really made a huge difference that we're, it seems like we're now at a point where, wow, uh, people will tell on you much sooner than years ago. Is that the impression that you're getting? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have no idea how you, how old you are, Min and I. I know how old Min is or whatever we can just say. Uh, I certainly watched the Cosby show. He was, you know, he was like a father figure, you know, on yes. TV. And the thought, if somebody would have told me when I was watching that, that this would have happened and he'd now be in jail, I, I never would have believed it. I would have said but, they were crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know if people that are really young understand just how huge he was, you know, and, and to imagine that from women coming forward, from women, you know, doing stepping up to the plate and doing what they had to do, that this predator is now behind bars. And it also just goes to show you the predators can be the guy on TV playing a, a wonderful dad. You know, you, 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 if everybody could tell who a predator was, 
they'd be very unsuccessful. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? I grew up in the 80s, but I was born in the early 70s. So you are absolutely correct. The Cosby Show, huge hit, ranked right up there at the top of the ratings. And the personality that came across on the screen, I mean, it would be very shocking. It was shocking for Many people yeah. that did know, and you, you don't want to think that such a lovable television character and comedian um, could behave in such dark ways. It's so extreme and disturbing, and it's also disturbing that it lasted for so long. And now, maybe together, we can all say, hey, no more. There's not going to be another Bill Cosby right. that goes decades and decades and gets away with this. We'll shut it down right away. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's true, you know, and, and I think uh, with the Me Too movement, time's up, you you know, it, this is an interesting time in history, and I don't think, at least I hope not, you're not going to have that same kind of predator who just gets away with it because people don't feel they have a voice. And, you know, hopefully we're a small part of that with Rocking the Couch. Well, yeah, you I both think uh, have done this- so well. Yeah, I was saying is I think the hope for this film is to um, go along with the Me Too movement, the Time's Up, and, you know, help make a change in the industry. And we can be a little part of that, and I think we've done our job. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be very proud. We're smiling now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, I would like to uh, ask you now... Uh, how can folks out there, if they are listening, who have not seen this documentary but now are interested in seeing it, how can they go about doing so? Okay. Uh, well, there's, there's several different ways. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you have a subscription to Amazon Prime, then you can actually stream it for free uh, as part of your subscription. If you don't have uh, a subscription or if you do have it and you would like to support us, uh, please rent it. Or buy it as a you know um, on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's it's very inexpensive. But I think it's two ninety nine to uh, stream it, and it's uh, nine ninety nine I believe to keep a copy of your own, uh, and you can download it through Amazon Prime. The other way that you can watch it also is on Vimeo, and it's the same system. You can download it or rent it stream streaming wise. So that would help um, you know, with our cause and help support. Uh, what we're doing. And when I do press, I'm also asking, and please watch it, write a review, let us know what you're thinking. Um, that kind of feedback is very valuable. Wouldn't you agree, man? Yes. Yes. Please go on Amazon Prime after watching it and give us your honest opinion. You know, tell us what you think. Uh, because in order for us to continue to do what we're doing and continue to improve on what we're doing, we like to get the feedback, and we like to know if people are, are, you know, gravitating towards what we're doing. Well, thank you so much for visiting me today on the show and sharing all that you did. And like I said earlier, I'm going to do my part to get the word out. I certainly recommend it to all the listeners out there. You're going to walk away uh, learning uh, so much and, and maybe even having a, a bigger idea of what the complexity of the situation is. But one thing I, I will also add is that I walked away with a sense of hope. And I say that because I feel like like we've reached a point where we're, we're all going to try to uh, help each other get through this and, and stop this. And so people can be artists, <laughs> you know, they can show up and just do their job. And, and, and that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? 
Absolutely. Yes, exactly. And I also think about, you know, the, if you're not an, uh, an, well, everyone's an artist in their own way, but, you know, if, if you're not someone that's coming to, uh, you know, let's say Hollywood to become a, 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 an actor or an actress, um, and, you know, everyone knows of somebody, a friend or a family, so it's for everybody. It's not just for people in the industry, but, you know, it yeah. applies to everybody. And I think, you know, that's why this documentary you know, will, can and will reach pretty much across the board to every audience. I completely agree. Well, I just want to say what a pleasure it has been uh, speaking with both of you today. Uh, thank you for sharing all that you did. And um, I can't thank you enough. Thank you well, so thank much you for having, having it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure talking to you. And thank you for helping us get the word out. Well, it's it's my pleasure, and uh, uh, it's been uh, very much enjoying getting to know uh, both of you better. And um, once again, uh, Andrea, I just have to say what a tremendous actress you are. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. One never gets tired of hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no problem at all. Well, I also want to thank the uh, listeners out there uh, for listening today. And... Um, I hope uh, this has been a very informative interview experience for all of you out there. Well, this is host Stephen Brittingham, and I'll catch all of you on another episode of Hollywood and Beyond. Thank you. So another thing that people need to know, young girls need to know, is that just because somebody's famous, it doesn't mean they're a good person, doesn't mean they're a nice person, doesn't mean you can trust them, doesn't mean they have any good inside of them, doesn't mean anything. It just means that they happen to get lucky enough to get some fans and make some money. So don't just blindly trust somebody that's popular and famous, because it's really something you never forget. Hi, friends and listeners. This is host Stephen Brittingham. Do you happen to have a question or a comment for me? Or perhaps you feel that you might make an interesting guest here on Hollywood and Beyond. Whatever your reason may be, please feel free to contact me anytime directly at the show's official email address. That would be hollywoodandbeyondshow at gmail.com. That is hollywoodandbeyondshow at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you soon.